Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What's up, boys and girls? Just wanted to take a quick minute to talk to you about the Paddle and Fin gear. If you haven't seen it yet, go to paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Go click that store tab at the top. Check out the store. We got tons of t-shirt designs, long sleeves, hoodies, phone cases, you name it, it's on there. Give it a gander. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your jig order. Hello and welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. This is the final cast segment with your hosts Josh Eldridge and Brian Schiller, where we cast our final opinion on all products, good and bad. Welcome to the final cast. Welcome, everybody, to the final cast. Um, on this week's segment, we're going to be talking about trailers. I'm going to be reviewing uh, the trailer that I currently have, which is the Malone Microsport. And we have an epic guest with us, Denny Romero of On the Water Innovations. Um, Denny's going to sit through my brief description of what I have and what I like and don't like about the trailer. And then we're going to talk about his company. Um, his company, I researched a little bit. They make some awesome trailers, some really good-looking trailers. Um, I know with my Malone, it's pretty basic-looking. It's not very stylish by any means. And uh, Denny puts a good twist and a good a good look to his work. And uh, I'd like to, I wanted to find out more, kind of what a bit you know goes on behind the scenes of what it takes to build these trailers and you know and what they have to offer. Because I know as this sport has been growing the um the kind of customization 
of you know a lot of products that are out there is seeming to grow with it and i think what's really cool with with, what denny's doing is he's catering to an industry in which is kind of ever growing and it he is going to be able to like offer some crazy possibilities for what people have i mean based off what i saw with duke's trailer man i was like oh dude i gotta get me one of those so <laughs> we'll talk about that but i'll just go real quick into malone and if you want to stop me anytime denny you want to interject any ideas or questions or anything feel free um right. but yeah, I uh, like I said before, I got my uh, Malone Microsport. Actually, when I picked up my uh, my wife and I's uh, kayaks, we bought a couple of Jacksons. And at the time, I had a Jeep Wrangler, and I did not want to try to top those on top of it, especially because I had a soft top. So we ended up buying uh, a trailer, and uh, it holds two of them. It's just a Malone Microsport uh, trailer. At the time when I bought that trailer with the package that I got, it retailed for just over $1,600. Um, I kind of did a little bit of research, and that same kayak trailer now is um, almost $1,900. So it's actually kind of gone up in price, about $300. Um, I bought mine four years ago. Um, okay. So um, some of the stuff I ended up getting um, – was kind of tailored to what the situation I had as far as room in my garage and that sort of thing. And the fact that I was pulling it with the Wrangler. Now, when I had my Jeep Wrangler, I wanted to be able to keep it in the garage. So I got a trailer um, with a retractable tongue. So I can actually slide the tongue and it kind of fits just like slides in and it fits basically the length of the main body of the trailer. Um, with that, the trailer can be actually turned then to sit upright and there was two um, rubber pieces that kind of could sit on. And um, and uh, it was kind of important for me because at the time, like I said, with crappy winters here in Ohio, I wanted to keep being able to park my Jeep in the garage. Well, shortly thereafter, my wife and I had our first kid, and we kind of learned that the Jeep is not kid-friendly as far as car seats, uh, especially when you have a two-door Wrangler. So I ended up getting a truck, and the truck does not fit in a garage so the kayak trailer now takes up that spot and i don't use a retractable tongue now um, yeah. but so um the base price of that trailer i was having trouble finding it without any of the options on it but mine has two sets to j pro uh, they're called j pro twos um it's the carrier part uh the part that actually holds the kayak and i think i got yeah i did get a um, a lockable spare tire uh, my wheels and tires are highway rated well it's, it says high speed um i kept having trouble finding to see What's if they're actually tires? uh they're 12 inch tire 12 inch wheels yeah they're thinner ones but they're not super thin ones like yakima has um yeah. so they've held up fine i've taken some pretty far trips i went up to michigan a couple you know there and back and um you know, traveling around here on the highway. I've never had any issues. You know, it's probably it's probably due to um, have it. I need to probably maybe take a look at the bearings and, you know, make sure they're all good. Um, I know they, they're they saying that the bearings that are in those wheels are marine grade. So I'm assuming that means you could probably put them in water. And But I'm not 100% sure. Maybe you can clear that up. Yeah, it's probably just a sealed sealed bearings. Okay. As long as you keep them greased up, they should be pretty good. Pretty good. Okay, cool. I did get a lockable spare on there, uh, the retractable tongue and the J-Pros. Um, 
like I said, that cost sixteen nineteen at the time. Um, the one trailer that I found on their website and it didn't have a retractable tongue, but it matched everything else that I had is now eighteen eighty nine. So actually, if you probably add the retractable tongue, it's probably going to be pushing two grand. So mine was about four hundred dollars cheaper than what it is now. Do I? My overall thoughts of the trailer are that I really like it. Um, it's super, super lightweight. I can actually unhook it down on the street and push it up my driveway. And my driveway has, um, it's not a super steep incline, but it's enough. Um, so the trailer with the kayaks probably weighs a couple hundred pounds and I don't have any issue pushing it up their driveway into the garage. Um, it, uh, it did have like a really short, short kind of like electrical connection uh, with my Wrangler. It was no big deal, but with, um, because I had, I had, I think I ended up hooking up the wiring harness. My Wrangler didn't have like a tow package on it. Well, it had the like hitch spot, but the light for some reason didn't have the, the harness wired into the light. So I ended up having to do that separate and it just kind of hung from underneath. On my truck, though, now that I have, it's got, you know, the plug already built in near where the bumper is. And when I would turn, that the pin connections would start to pull because it was just short enough that it would cause tension if I caused, you know, took a sharp enough turn. Um, so I kept bending those pins slightly, and that got annoying. So I just ended up buying, like, the, like, connection to kind of extend it out. Yeah, yeah, 10 inches or a foot, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it made it just long enough. Um, the big gripe I have with this kayak trailer, and I had read online from multiple people, were the lights. The lights were garbage, man. I think I had that thing like three or four months, and one of my taillights started to go out. I would tap on it, come back on, and then it completely went out. So... And then shortly, and I called them alone. They were really cool though, customer service wise. They sent me out a new light system. No questions asked. It was here in less than a week. Uh, put that light system in and then uh, that light in. And then shortly thereafter, the other side went out, like maybe a couple of weeks later. So um, LEDs? No, they were standard lights. They were garbage. And uh, like people, were, I had seen people talk about it online. So at that moment, I just said, um, I'm not going to keep bothering with replacing, you know, the, that standard light. And I just went down to my local like automotive place and bought some waterproof LEDs and they were pretty easy to install and switched them out. And I haven't had any issues since then. Yeah. Um, now that Malone, that's a bolt together trailer, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Sometimes that's, that's an issue too, with like your grounding. Yeah. Cause it like mine, if I ground it at the front, it's all welded, so it's grounded all the way to the back. Once you got into bolts and stuff, it, it kind of ruins the ground as you go back. So that happens yeah, sometimes. That was something I had an issue with, too, because I think it was – I can't remember where that ground wire is for the lights, but that thing comes loose all the time, like, really easily. And so a lot of times it, I just got to get, you know, a little wrench and tighten it up. But – I just think maybe the overall vibration of the trailer causes that thing to kind of back out a little bit over time. But usually maybe once a year, I got to tighten it down. I don't have too many issues with it. Um, it's made out of uh, galvanized steel, I think. Um, so it's got a kind of a chrome look to it. it um, it's not the prettiest kayak in the world. You know, I didn't, I, didn't, and I didn't put that together myself. Actually, the shop that I bought my kayaks from had actually put it together for me. And... Um, 
but overall, you know, like the trailer is a good trailer, you know, it works for what I needed it to Now that I've gotten more and more into fishing and started to buy more gear, the trailer is kind of, I'm kind of outgrowing it. Um, especially now with, you see the options of having rod tubes and that sort of thing. It's no big deal if I'm rolling solo. Nine times out of 10, if I'm rolling solo and I have a Coos HD, I'm just throwing it in the bed of the truck and keeping my gear inside. But for multiple people, uh, the trailer works well. Um, I could carry two kayaks on it and then put one in the back. But when, now that I have a lot of buddies who fit kayak fish, they have all their gear. We're trying to pile up, you know, 15 rods in the truck with us along with all of our crates and life jackets and paddles and this sort of thing. So uh, the only other really kind of issue that I've had with, with it, and this I think is just kind of my own fault slash just a time kind of thing is um, the rubber that's like on the um, actual carrier itself on the, I have the J style ones. Um, one of them is starting to kind of, it's broken apart. So it's kind of the padding's falling apart. Um, yeah. I store my kayaks on it in the winter time. I unstrap them and stuff. Um, so the foam, you know, is a good spot because it's not, it's not a hard surface or anything like that, but oh, from where it's sat there over time, it's flattened them out. And then that, that foam starting to break apart. So it's about probably time to upgrade those, if not get a new trailer altogether. So the trailer but, sounds good. It's not. <laughs> It's really, you know, I've had it for four, four to five years now. It's held up really well. There's no rust on it, you know. Um, yeah. I I haven't been caught out in the rain with it too much or anything like that. So, and and I don't fish a lot in the wintertime, so I haven't had to deal with salt being on it, you know. But I know gal just from working in the steel industry that galvanized doesn't really rust. It gets white rust, but... You know, um, sometimes you can kind of get rid of it. I mean, I'm sure over time it will, but like I said, I avoid kind of taking it out and out in the salty roads of Ohio in the winter times so far. Yeah. So, but it's been a good, good overall trailer, man. It it really it's really nice to have, especially when we go on float trips and I meet multiple guys and we can take my truck and trailer and put it at the takeout point, you know, and I can fit three boats and three dudes get here. So. Uh, but as I started to notice, kind of like, like we have a trip coming up to Dale Hollow where I could use more space, you know, use rod lockers or rod tubes, that sort of thing. I've looked into actually upgrading because they have a lot of stuff in Malone that you can pick from, like a bunch of accessories where you can get like a second tier added on. And but it only has like a hundred pound capacity. So I'm like, oh, man, that's like one kayak, you know, fishing kayak. And that's a, a smaller one in, you know, today's yeah. standard with these 140 pound kayaks. But I've thought about, you know, you can get, I only think I have the 60 something inch wide bars. They have a 78 inch version now. And then you can add, you know, obviously more spots for kayaks, but you know, it's kind of where I got to see what my situation is next year. I plan on getting a bigger boat, like a pedal drive boat. So I'm going to need something that I can lay flat those J styles and as big as, as heavy as the pedal drives are now, it's kind of not a good not a good situation. I'm tilted over on those smaller J styles. You know, you, I'm seeing much more people now utilizing just laying them flat. It's a lot easier to deal with. When so. you lay them flat, you don't have to take as much out of them. Like I, all I take out of mine is my rods. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right now I can't even use mine because I sold my trailer. 
<laughs> oh, I need to build another trailer. That that's going to be yeah. a, a pretty interesting one, though. Yeah, yeah. So overall, Malone, it's a um, it's an expensive trailer, really. Kind of when you think about it, um, a lot of people kind of get sticker shock when they start looking into buying kayak trailers. A lot of times, but you know, it's super, super lightweight. Like I said before, it's not, I thought about doing the do-it-yourself route and going to, you know, Harbor Freight and building one, but I also know what Harbor Freight trailers do and <laughs> they rust in no time at all. So yeah, and I, think this thing, I don't even think you can get replaceable bearings for them. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard <laughs> people just breaking down and leaving them on the road and just leaving it. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why I went the more expensive route. I wanted to buy something I knew would last for some time. Yeah. So, and check out, you know, if you're interested in Malone, you know, they've got a ton of accessories. They make everything from rod tubes to kayak carts, you name it. Uh, that, they're making it right now. Um, it's, uh, you know, like I said, a bit on the pricey style. I think I, I have like kind of the mid grade trailer. They had one for a while. It was below mine. And now they have a, like a heavier duty one. Um, and that one gets to be pretty pricey, but there's a lot of options for it too. Um, but so we're going to go in and start talking to Denny here. Um, like I said before, Denny has a company called on the water innovations and Denny real quick, do you guys specialize just in kayak trailers or do you guys build other trailers? Uh, we try and tinker here and there. I'm, I, I, if somebody needs something, well, there's something modified or whatever, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, very cool. And I, I'm working on bed extenders too. So that's a product line that I'm, I'm working. I basically got the model. It's called a wishbone, and it's kind of like a Y. But I'm, I'm working on it to be more shipping friendly. So because that Y takes up a lot of room in a box. So, but I'm working on that right now. Yeah. Now, have you, um, how, I'm assuming that you're a welder by, you know, trade, or did you get into this, you know, and then start welding, or, you know, you've been a metal fabricator for a long time? Uh, I became a certified welder when I was 17, and I welded till I was 19, and then I joined the military for seven years, did two tours in, in Afghanistan and Iraq, and then... When I got out, I just went back to welding and got into kayak fishing, and the kayaks were too heavy. So my first trailer, I built it out of a uh, spare sprinkler pipe somebody gave me. And then I built one for a buddy veteran of mine. And I was like, man, i got to build me a nice one like this. So that's then I built that one, and people were like, wow, can I get one? And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> this might be a good gig. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. So basically, you're saying you got into fabricating trailers, kind of started by building your own, and and then your buddies wanted one, and and it took off yep. from there. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. That's awesome, man. That's and and thank you for your service, by the way, Denny. Welcome. You're welcome. Um, now, one of the questions I had, because um, I got to see Duke's trailer when we went fishing, but um, he has it. If I remember correctly, it's powder coated like a, a dark green or a dark gray. Is that correct? Uh, it's actually like a black textured, but oh. it looks like gray because of the texture. Yeah. Okay. Well, what kind of um, material are you using? Steel, aluminum, or? 
I use all steel and it's all powder coated. And I try to have everything welded together or not. I got like the adjustable bunks and stuff, but I, I don't like the any anything on the main frame. I don't want it bolted on. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I don't even like the breakaway tongues just because it's a breakaway tongue and they got they, there's rules where you need chains between the main trailer and the tongue just in case the breakaway breaks. I don't I don't like to think about something breaking, so I don't I don't do them. Very cool, very cool. Are you using just standard like tube steel or using galvanized? Are you even able to powder coat to galvanize? Does that work or no? Yeah, you can you can galvanize uh you can powder coat galvanize. Yeah. Galvanize is just a regular steel that's dipped and hot right. galvanized. So. Yeah. But they're the I can't talk too much about the trailer I'm going to build, but there is some galvanized tubing that I'm going to have to use. I got to get patents out on this before I can talk about it. But, but yeah, there will, there'll be some parts that are galvanized on that one, just because okay. there'll be tubes that are exposed. Right, right, right. Very cool. Um, now, hat. Besides, like, um, like the, the whole trailer scene, I, we, uh, Brian and I were like completely enamored with those rod boxes that Duke has. Is that um, something that you are offering now, or are you getting into more? Uh, that them rod boxes, they were trial and error, and it basically you need a press that cost a hundred and eighty thousand dollars, which. Uh, I don't have a press like that. I borrowed a company's, and I actually built four of them, and the first two messed up, and I got his to work right. So yeah, they, they were really hard to build. So I, and they're extremely heavy. Both they're, they're about two hundred pounds each, empty. Wow! So, wow! Yeah! Yeah! It, so it was just it. something to try out, but he's lucky he got the only two. <laughs> Well, I got one of them right here. Uh, you see it right there? I yeah. used it for my bolts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, awesome, man. Uh, yeah, when Brian and I, he opened that up, I was like, uh, what is that? And he's like, That's where I put my rods. And I'm like, man, that thing is sick. Like, you know, because I, I saw how you can separate them out. You know, that's what people get scared of with rod tubes a little bit is stuff banging around in there, you know. Yes. And um, when we saw those things, I was like, dude, not only can you fit your rods and stuff, you can stick your reels in there. You don't have to take them apart. And, I mean, there's room for everything. Tackle boxes. Like, that thing is sick. It, I mean, you build something that's super, super impressive. And I hope, I hope that you get to be able to make those things because I think they would, as granted, as heavy as they are, um, you know, we, with what's happened with the kayak industry as the tournament scene grows, that's something I think that, that, uh, you could capitalize on. Cause I, I mean, well, they, they, they can be built. It's just, I'll probably have to charge over a thousand dollars a box just because of how, right. how long it takes. Yeah. But, yeah. But we're, we're trying to, we're trying to figure out something on a smaller scale. I got some ideas in my head that I, I'm trying to play with, but. But I, I'm not letting go of the rod boxes yet. But when it comes to like the rod tubes, if you use sleeves and put a lot of rods in one tube just to minimize how much jump air is in there, I, that's what I've used the past four years. And I haven't broke one rod or nothing. 
Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, man, I liked that. Um, we'll talk about the giveaway trailer if you want to kind of advertise it out on here. You said how long you guys have until you get rid of it. Yeah, it'll be on not this weekend, but next weekend on the 28th. And based, yeah, what we did is last year I told CK Carolina Kayak Anglers. I, I Here's how it all happened where I started kayak fishing with them and just kayak tournament fishing. I used to give the United Way with work and all that. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't really know where my money's going. And then I found out about CKA, how everybody's entry fees will go to Heroes on the Waters, like a portion of it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this. And at least I'm not winning because I'm just there for the raffles. <laughs> but uh, at least my, I know my money's going to help other veterans and stuff. And I know what kayak fishing does for me. So. Yeah. So that's how I started with them. So I told him last last year at the end of the year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give away a trailer next year. But I made a stipulation that there was going to be eight tournaments and you had to fish at least six of the eight tournaments to be in the raffle for it. That way, Heroes on the Water got more entry fees into it. So I think it's about, there's like a 34 and one chance to win it next weekend. Which is, which is amazing. So, yeah, All right, very cool. I think sharp, man. You know, so um, you want to go over kind of some of your, um, you know, your like highlights of the trailers that you build. Like, um, what kind of makes makes what you're doing stand out from like these bolt, you know, bolt together trailer companies and that sort of thing. Uh it ain't breaking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You want me to walk you through it? Yeah, sure. You can go ahead and show us around. All right. I'll show you with this uh, turning light I'm working on. Uh, start with the jack. So the jack is, is removable, and I'm going to start putting jack points on the back of the turning lights and stuff, but I'm going to change... I'm going to change this top crank to a side crank. That way, if you get a flat, you can use it on the small ones. I usually use it on the on the turning pros. On the bumper, I'll have a a jack on the on the ends of the bumper, so you can jack up the side of the trailer. And then, like basically, everything's way overbuilt. I call them mini tanks. Okay, you can see everything's like extremely welded it, it, it's not go- this thing could probably hold three or four jet skis stacked on top of each other yeah and then like uh you got your fender fender brackets are quarter inch like it, you can stand on the fenders and i i do use steel bunks and they're all adjustable and i don't put carpet or nothing on them i don't i don't think you need carpet or foam and all that I just don't see the use in it. it. Actually, if you start putting like, uh, what do you call that? If you start putting like uh, pool noodles and stuff, I just feel like when you're going down the road, the kayak's just gonna, the heat's gonna get to it and the kayak's gonna squeeze the pool noodle down and your straps are gonna get loose. If you have it on a solid surface, it's not gonna get loose. All right, I got you. Man, I don't know. I, all the trailers are powder coated. 
Let me let me walk you through the, the giveaway one a little bit. Right here, you got like your mounting points are all steel. One welder here. This one's adjustable. And this is the turning double. You can actually put four on this one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, these fenders they said they can hold three hundred pounds. I would say three hundred pounds on the top one. I'd say probably a thousand, two thousand pounds on the sides because of the brackets and stuff. Yeah. And it's all LED lights. Are they waterproof lights? Yeah, all LED sealed lights. So do you and have the ability? One, that, go ahead. Do you have the ability to back those trailers up into the water like a boat? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I I never. I never pick up my Hobie. My Hobie's sitting right here right now, but I, I never picked that thing up. Yeah. I use all Dexter axles that are uh, they're sealed and they got, a, they got bearing buddies. All you got to do is pop out the outer cap and you can, it's got a grease fitting right there. So once, twice a year, you just pump some grease into it. Here's the rod tubes. I started putting these, uh, these little vents to get the heat out of it. Uh, these are all connected with brackets there. Now, do you make the rod tubes yourself? Yeah, I do. Actually, I got them stacked over there in the corner. But uh, yeah, this is, this is all paint. I got a, actually a video online showing people how to make rod tubes for two rod tubes for under, I think for... 120 bucks a rod tube. I made a video on, on so you can DIY them. Nice. And they'll look just like this. I, I don't think you should pay 500 bucks for a rod tube. I charge 220 for a rod tube, but that's just because I got to do all the painting and putting it all together and stuff. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, it's bad. yeah. Well, no, I'll tell you what, man, those things are sharp. Like uh, Brian and I, when we saw Denny's, I know Denny's is kind of a custom deal, but like we got the gist of it, you know, taking a look at it overall, how well it's built, you know, and, uh, you know, you've kind of brought something to light um, in regards to the strength, like of what I have versus what you're making, you know, like mine's a bolt together kind of deal, you know, um, I think pretty much it's bent you know it's bent steel in certain areas it's not really welded together at any point everything's holding together by bolts or brackets or whatnot so you know over time like you said especially if i'm traveling a lot especially in the highway a lot of speed uh, over time that stuff's going to take its toll and not only that but where i live in ohio you know i don't know whether or not they're using stainless you know bolts that sort of thing so yeah. I think mine's only lasted, and I've not really had issues, but I think that that's a lot to do with the fact that it's it stays in the garage from, like, November until April, you know, for the most part, so. Well, I wouldn't worry about the bolts actually breaking, or if they rust, they'll, they'll hold for a, a really long time before they break. I'd be more worried about them just backing out and just falling off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, with your uh, that giveaway trailer, is that something that you have done before? Is this the first main giveaway that you guys have done? 
Uh, no, this is actually the second one. In 2017, I did a giveaway for uh, KBS. They're shut down now. I don't know if you did you hear about KBS. Uh, I, no, I don't think I really know too much about that. Yeah, it was ran by the uh, manly rods and all that. But it it it, ran, it it shut down now. But uh, Jim Strunk actually won that trailer, and he still got it to this day. So, Very cool. Nice. Yeah. Now, so you guys got anything new or innovative that you're kind of working on right now? Yeah, but I can't talk about it. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was talking to Brian the other day. I'm like, you ever notice like in the fishing industry? And I mean, you, you get that in other companies too. I said, but man, I was like, there's some serious secretive stuff going on in kayak fishing. Like, and it's cool though, because, you know, it's, it's, it's growing so quick, you know, and as it grows, it's really cool because we've got guys like you. Uh, we've got guys out there that are, you know, like they're doing stuff that they love and it's in an industry they love, you know, and like you said, this kayak fishing thing, it's helped you out, you know, and it's cool to see you doing something that you like to do and it's contributing into the kayak fishing community and you're making a living out of it, you know. It's something that I hope to strive to get to do. I just don't have very many talents. <laughs> so, you know, it's um, it's cool, though. It's it's fun to see it growing like this. You know, I started doing this four, four or five years ago when we got our kayaks. And I stayed under the radar, though, for a long time until this year where I decided to get into more tournaments. And getting into more tournaments, I met more people and it opened my eyes to the growth of what the sport's becoming, you know, I mean, I, I didn't even have a clue that people did podcasts, you know, on about fishing, let alone kayak fishing. And, um, you know, I learned about that this year and met some guys like Brian and, and Jay and everybody. And here I am doing a podcast about it, you know? Um, but I just want to say, man, you know, like what you guys are doing over there is seriously impressive. I really like it. So you'll probably have a new customer here in the next year or so. I just got to get rid of the one I got, but, um, but yeah, man, it's, um, it's really cool. Do you guys, besides the trailers, you said you were working on like, um, the, uh, uh, bed extenders. Um, how's that coming along so well? Is it doing good? Do you guys, I, I'm just, all I'm doing is I'm waiting on some sample tubing to yeah. see if it'll work out, but it, it's pretty much done. The design's not going to change. And actually, the bed ex have you seen it? The bed extender? No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, well, well, my bed extender, it's like a Y. Uh, it's a little dark out there. Anyways, it's a Y. So, like, if you're loading and, and you're kind of like, almost all boat ramps aren't flat. So, you put it in there, and it's uh, usually most bed extenders, your kayak wants to slide off the side of it. Well, the Y captures it, and you can just push it right into the truck. But the big thing is on the bottom of that Y, you have two brackets that are welded on that hold rod tubes. So if you want to bolt rod tubes at the bottom of your bed extender and have your kayak right on the top of your rod tubes, you can do that. Oh, so you, the rod tubes are strong enough to even hold your kayak up. Yeah, yeah. The rod, the rod tubes, yeah. No, the rod Good. tubes are basically, they lay flat in the bed of your truck. And yeah. your kayak will sit on top of the rod tubes. That's awesome, man. That's a that's a yeah. great idea, really. 
And so, I mean, and that's the kind of stuff that's cool to see, you know, like that's a simple idea and it's cool. Cause I, I mean, I wouldn't even thought about that. I mean, I know people will store their kayaks in their sheds or whatever on PVC and, you know, that's what schedule, what is it? Schedule 80 or 60 pipe a lot. You're 80. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember either. I mean, I've looked at up some D, uh, you know, DIY stuff about building the rod tubes myself, but, um, but yeah, yeah, and I know that stuff from where I where I worked at before. Um, you know, we dealt with schedule pipe, you know, like for steel and stuff. So, and yeah, I, I used forty on the bunks. Okay, yeah, but you know, it's um, you know, I wish you guys all the you know, best of luck with the growth in the company. Um, you know, um, when Denny was talking about you, man, he had nothing but good things to say. And, you know, uh, he said that he's, you know, I don't know. Are you guys like working together? Is he starting to try to kind of get into this business as well? Or. Well, who Duke? Yeah. Duke. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Duke, he owns catch and I'm part of the catch pro staff or whatever. Well, yeah. we're really good friends. Like I, I design. Actually, you probably don't know this about me either, but you know the Jack Deere fish grip locks. Mm-hmm. I designed those. Oh, very so, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then I designed a bracket for the catch board, which is it'll be out soon, to, so that you can slide your catch board in and not worry about it falling out of the kayak. But uh, that's how we started talking. I was like, hey, when are these boards coming out? Because I wanted to, I built one for the hog trough, but I was like, well, who's this guy coming out with a new board? So I was like, well, yeah. when's these boards? I, I bothered him like every day until I got one. And then I built a bracket for it. And so I was 3D printing those for a while. And now he's he's getting it injection molded and all that. Very yeah. cool. Now, but yeah, you guys we're working on we're working on a partnership, working on some paperwork. But yeah, he he will probably become a part ownership of on the water innovations. Now, are you guys putting those brackets on like your um, your tackle boxes? Like, or are you mounting them in the kayak? Wherever you you could mount it in the kayak to the rails. It's going to be rail mounted, or you can oh. screw it to your J crates or anything like that. Like a black pack and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I got, I bought that hog chop one from Yak Attack, and it works good. But the way my boat is, it has like the the rail, like a a rail that kind of goes from side to side, right behind the seat, and that bracket sits like right on that rail, and it's kind of just not impressed with it it's from yak attack i mean it's it works it's just it's a little weird not not a big fan of it, it kind of slides in and out um a little on the difficult side which is i guess good but it seems like um i don't know it just seems like kind of a pain it, it the way it mounts in there i'm just not a big fan of it with the hog chop i don't have a catch board yet but uh, i think i'll be getting one here in the next couple of weeks we're looking at doing some paddle and thin ones so okay. um but um yeah it's uh it's cool to see you guys keep you know you guys keep creating stuff man and you know i always kind of fight with people in regards to it because they're like well some of this stuff's so expensive and i'm like well you got to remember that somebody's put the thought into it they've designed this stuff they build it you know it's it's not it's not a cheap thing to build stuff i mean even when you think about it like a yak attack like 
bracket like that it's there's a lot of thought that goes behind of it and it's designed specifically i don't know how much a mold cost right yeah <laughs> then molds are expensive yeah i found I mean, out scripts <laughs> i was like oh my god well you uh, think about your kayak you know the mold for your kayak itself man you know i went yeah. to jackson's factory and i was like blown away i'm like wow that's that's insane you know it's basically yeah. This little weird medieval torture looking device. It's got like tubes and needle looking things all the way around it. And it's the shape of your kayak, you know? And I was like, and we got to see, you know, like the oven and that sort of thing. And you're like, you know, there's a lot of money that goes into making these kayaks, whether it's a Hobie or Jackson or, you know, the higher end stuff that people don't kind of realize that, you know, those two pieces that are welded together at Dick's Sporting Goods, man, it's not going to hold up to what, you know, these higher-end ones are going to do. Yeah, it's kind of sad that people complain every year. Oh, they didn't change the design, but you got to change all the mold, and that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's cool because, you know, I'm always a big believer, you know, you pay for what, you know, the more money you're usually going to end up you know, spending on this stuff, the higher end, the stronger it's going to be, the longer it's going to last, you know? Um, I mean, for example, I think I bought a pair of wading boots one time. They were like 70 bucks and I don't even think I got through two months with them and they were literally had holes in them and they just were garbage. So I went out and bought some nicer ones and I've had those for the past four years, you know, and I'm basically look at it like this. I bought a pair for $70 that broke down in three months. If I, took that and bought that same pair of boots each year, I would have paid for the boots that I've had for five years now and have no issues whatsoever. Now, now did you happen to look at the prices of my trailers? I have not. Did you want to go over some of the information like that? Oh, let's just say like the tourney double that, that one I showed you to give away. What do you think that retails for? Um, Outer coat and everything. With powder coat and everything, I'm gonna say it's gonna be around four grand. That that one exactly like that is three thousand one hundred and ninety with aluminum wow. rims, spare tire, tubes. So my price is comparable to everybody else's, maybe even a bit cheaper. Yeah, I mean to be honest, I just looked up the the so Malone has one called the Mega Sport. Uh -huh. And it's a heavier DD one. It's about, I think, 84 inches on the crossbars. Um, you know, it's a, a heavier DD one. Um, that thing's pushing $3,800. So, I mean, the fact that you're building a product that is overall stronger, you know, is a testament to what you're doing, man. That's awesome. You know, you actually gave me a little bit of hope, bro. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. That's nine hundred dollars cheaper than what I thought it was. So, and that and that kayak has a lot of stuff, man. You know, from showing me what you've done with the fenders, like it's you're an innovative person, man. I like. I, I, I used to build. I used to build steel fenders and weld them to the frame, but then I, I got to thinking, if somebody hits something, they're just going to tear up the whole entire trailer, and it's going to be a pain to get that fender off. So. I started going with the plastic fenders. That way, if somebody hits something, it'll break the fender, and they can just bolt another one on. You know? Right. I had I had actually somebody that owns one with a steel fender hit a boat dock and pick it up with the fender, and the fender didn't move. 
<laughs> and Dukes, Dukes is uh, steel fenders. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, don't hit anything with that, man. Don't back in anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I fell in love with Dukes trailer i was like man where'd you get that and he's like this thing's pretty custom man and i'm like it looks custom so <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's a super nice uh a super nice trailer for sure so um was there anything else you wanted to talk about anything you wanted to add that you guys are doing no that's about it keep your eyes peeled for what's coming out it's we gonna will, turn man. Uh, it's basically something that people are doing right now, but we're putting a twist on it, a big twist that people are going to be like, I like that. Yeah. I'm excited, man. Um, like when I checked out your website, cause you know, I saw Dukes and like Dukes, I mean, that thing's pretty custom. Is it just, is it the attorney, the attorney pro, the double basically, but it's got the rod lockers on it or it's just got some other custom work onto it. Uh, no, his is the. This is Attorney Plus. Okay. Attorney Plus is actually too wide on the bottom, which if you don't like pulling trailers, the Attorney Plus is 102 inches wide. So I don't ever recommend it to a lot of people just because of how wide it is. But yeah, he's got the removable top on his, which holds another two kayaks on top. That's two kayaks sitting flat. We went to Minnesota and he had a, Three Hobies, a Flint, and a Bonafide on that thing. We were just flying down the road. But, uh, yeah, it can, it, it can hold what you can throw at it. It's just kayaks. It's got a 3,500-pound axle on it. Yeah. Uh, but, Very cool. But all the trailers are pretty much – they're pretty much where you can pick them up and push them by hand. I think the tourney lights weigh about 400 pounds. But mm – -hmm. Like you said, I could push it uphill just because of how well balanced it is. Yeah. It only picked maybe 50, 50 pounds at the tongue. Mm -hmm. uh, Very cool. Are you guys, uh, do you offer like other storage options for it besides the like rod tubes? Have you guys considered making like maybe injection molding boxes that fit in or anything like that? Yeah, we we thought about that. That when you get into the whole injection molding, it's it comes with a pretty penny. So you got to really think how many you're gonna sell. Cause yeah, like uh, injection molded like rod box like his, I think we priced it out and it's like twenty grand for a mold. Yeah. You know, you you have to really think about how many you're gonna sell before you pull the trigger. Right. But uh. But we're working on, I, I'm working on a new design for rod boxes or rod tubes or whatever. Yeah. Very cool, man. Well, we wish you the best of luck, man. You know, we like to see, you know, good guys doing well in this sport. And there's a lot of them, you know. I know every industry, we've got, you know, a few bad apples here and there. But what you guys are doing is really, really cool. I like you know how you were talking about the heroes on the water you know and, and what you're doing for that giveaway and that's you know it's a very cool thing that you know you've been through it yourself so you, you know obviously you know what a lot of these guys go through so and um you know it's what's really cool about the kayak fishing community is to see everybody come together for things like this all the time and we were just talking about you know doing the jackson or tournament you know and yeah. how many people came together i mean i think 
I think basically tripled in size this year compared to what it was last year. And, you know, it was just word of mouth and it's cool. It's, it's such a good community. It's kind of close knit. You know, I've met you now and I, I met Duke up in, uh, you know, near Chicago and stuff recently. And it's, it's neat, you know, nobody's got their, you know, their heads are too big to be, you know, friendly with each other, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. So like I said, we wish you the best of luck, man. Um, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. I'm just going to go over some of our show sponsors. Was there any sponsors or anything that you wanted to give a shout out to before I went over ours? Ah, uh, just catch, catch and uh, and uh, yak gear that sells the fish grip blocks for me. <laughs> That's about it. Nobody sponsors me but myself. <laughs> I don't don't worry about it. I don't have any either. I don't not get enough angler yet to become sponsorship material, but you know, um, Brian's like, well, you got the personality for podcasts and that's all I ask. I'm like, cool, man. Works for me. (laughs) So, uh, but we just want to give a shout out to our uh, show sponsors. That includes Rocktown Paddle Sports up there in Rockford, Illinois, Uh, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, which is um, just north of Cincinnati here in Ohio. Um, hammered lures um, Eric Richards a hammered lures he is he has a program um, for heroes on the water also uh, we've been working with him for quite some time he was a guest once he has a recycled plastics program so anybody out there if you guys have used plastics uh, don't throw them in the recycle bin don't get rid of them if you don't if they're you know not usable anymore just mail them to the address in our show notes what he does is he melts those down and forms new baits and donates them to the heroes on the water chapter uh, i think he does a, def- a bunch of different chapters across the nation so um, one thing is do not send in any um, z-man products no none of their plastics they do not melt down well so um but yeah eric richards what he's doing is really cool so help us support him and send those used plastics in there uh give a shout out to jay randall one of our uh hosts here he's got the fish mob lures going on he makes really killer buzz baits that i got to try out recently so if you are interested in a really good performing buzz bait check out fish mob lures and uh our two newest ones uh trc rod covers um look for some paddle and fin ones coming up soon hopefully and also with jig masters uh jig masters our buddy cody jennings making some really cool flipping jigs and um, if you use the code pnf20 you can get 20 percent off on your order um with that being said um i don't think there's anything else we're going to kind of go over tonight um everybody if you get a chance wish brian and um as well as uh you know brian he's gonna be i think when this airs he'll be coming up soon to go to uh lacrosse i think i'm not 100 sure but he's in table rock right now but this isn't an episode till thir- uh next thursday so it won't make sense to wish him luck this weekend but in a couple of weekends we will uh be headed to del hollow and then he'll be going to another tournament so and sam jones also he should be at the same tournament i think they're going to is it lacrosse where the um the championship for the central KBF is this year. I'm not hard. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, think I actually donated a uh, wishbone to, for, for them. Very so, cool. Uh, they're going to get a gift certificate. And once I get, 
get the final model down and I'll send the winner one. <laughs> Very cool, man. That's awesome, man. Steve, that's what I'm talking about, man. Denny the knife guy here. <laughs> Donating stuff everywhere, man. But um, man, it was a pleasure, pleasure talking to you and meeting you. And hopefully we'll get out and fish soon. Where are you at? Where are you located today? Uh, Asheboro, North Carolina. Oh, okay. I thought you were up north near Duke and them, but no, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, we're going to be heading down to um, Dale Hollow next weekend. Uh, me and Brad and Brian and Jay and Ryan and a couple of buddies are all heading down to Dale Hollow next weekend. So if you uh, kind of feel like sneaking over to the Kentucky-Tennessee border, maybe, maybe you can uh, hit that, us up. Giveaway trail. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I <laughs> well man if you uh you're more than welcome to come back to the show if you want to you know release some stuff on here or whatever man just give us a shout out we'd be more than happy to have you yeah maybe what we can do when i go to release it i'll call you up and we'll set up a time and we'll release it through your show that'd be awesome man i appreciate it yeah but uh yeah we'll, we'll schedule that all right. Well, Denny, we appreciate the time, man. Um, like if uh, anybody has any questions or anything like that, feel free to reach out to Paddle and Finn through the website or uh, email paddleandfin.com uh, on Gmail. And, um, you know, check out the uh, merch stuff. We've got some a uh, couple of, I think, new T-shirt designs that come out. Um, but if once we get our TRC stuff, it'll probably be released through the stores as well. Um, you know, all of our proceeds from any shirts that we are doing, um, are now going kind of back into the podcast. It's going to help us build, like, you know, get some better gear and stuff, try to improve the quality of what we're doing for you guys. So, but if you have any questions about any kind of products or something you want to see reviewed or any guests that you guys want to see, feel free to reach out to us at any time. So, uh, yeah. with that being said, uh, Denny, thanks again for your time, buddy. Do you have anything you wanted to add? I just wanted to say if anybody wants to look up the pricing on the trailers and stuff, just go to uh, onthewaterinnovations.com, and it's it's under there in pricing and stuff. You can see all the options and pictures. Yeah. I, I, it's, I, most people, they'll see my trailers and they'll be like, I can't afford that. There's no way. But it, it, if they see the pricing, then they'll be like, well, it's the same as that one. So. Right. Well, I think I mean, most people just think they're a lot more expensive. Yeah, I mean, I mean to be honest with you, when I when I researched in it, I thought, you know, I, I looked at the pricing and stuff like that. But as I was thinking in my head of what I would want, you know, I'm like, man, I know that 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 dollar amount's gonna keep creeping up really crazy, you know. But when you showed me the the uh, giveaway trailer, I'm like, that thing has pretty much everything I want. And you told me the price of it, I was shocked, man. To be honest with you, I'm like. That's $900 cheaper than the Malone one that I've considered even, you know, kind of shooting for. And, you know, you've opened my eyes to what the difference of, you know, these pieces being welded as opposed to, you know, bolted together, you know, what the difference is. And, you know, yeah. and the fact that you powder coat them, man, you know, you can, it's, you can get your own look out of these things, you know, that orange is, you know, it looks uh, nice. The thing is, uh, I tell people it, it's only 150 bucks more to get it powder coated whatever color you want. And it's basically because the powder coater, he has to change the color and he's got a 30 foot booth. It's basically an oven, but he can't run nothing but that trailer in it. 
So that that's why he's got to charge a little bit extra. But 150 bucks for a, a custom color is well worth it. Oh yeah, I mean I think my the Jackson charges two or three hundred dollars if you're doing custom colors. So it's I mean think about it like you're getting it on a trailer. It's well worth it, and it kind of it doesn't it it helps kind of protect it too, you know. Yeah. So why yeah. not just a little bit extra, a little bit extra money to kind of just invest in the strength and overall you know quality of it, and it looks awesome. So. <laughs> yeah, that orange actually, if you look at it in the sun, it's got red red and gold flake in it. It's pretty neat. Oh, nice, nice, very cool. Well, with that, we'll go ahead and uh, call it quits here. And we just wanted to remind everybody, tight lines and smooth paddling. Thank you. Thank you, Denny, for your time. And you guys have a great day. Thanks. Nice to see you. Bye. Just want to take a brief moment to give a little shout out to our show sponsors, Rocktown Adventures. For all your outdoor adventure needs, visit rocktownadventures.com. Loveland Canoe and Kayak, if you're in the Ohio area, go check them out at lovelandcanoe.com. Hammered Lures, our man Eric Richards, making some pretty epic baits. You can check out his store at hammeredlures.myspotify.com. Coyote Sunglasses, get your floating glasses for the next adventure out on the water. They float, they're polarized, all different styles to fit your pretty little face. Fish Mob Lures, my man Jay Randall making buzz baits, spinner baits, you name it. He's got a whole array of things and if it isn't listed on the Facebook page, shoot him a message. Maybe he can make it up for you. Southern Lake Co., awesome apparel you guys. Uh, check out southernlakecompany.com and our newest sponsor, TRC Covers. Protect your investment. Wrap your rods, your reels. They got custom colors, logos, you name it, they got it. Go check out trccovers.com.